Hi, I'm your host, Brittany Spence, and this is In the Face of Illness. We are a podcast committed to cultivating a greater understanding of the many resources available for families facing childhood illness, because we believe this is a vital topic of conversation, not only for families in the throes of the fight, but for everyone. Ultimately, we are here to offer hope in the face of illness. We are excited to have Christine Perkinson with us today. Christine has been a longtime volunteer and advocate for the Forrest Spence Fund. And so we're going to talk a little bit today about her involvement with the Forrest Spence Fund and um, especially about the event that's coming up um, that we are so excited about. So Christine, thanks for joining us today. Uh, We're glad to have you on. It is my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Um, so let's just start about your involvement with the Forrest Spence Fund. What uh, made you want to be a part of the Forrest Spence Fund? What made you want to volunteer and get involved? Kind of what's your what's your story? You know, I think for me, the first time that I volunteered with Forrest Spence Fund was in Memphis, and it was for the five k, and. I volunteered for it because my husband, who was who was not my husband at the time, we were just dating, but he said to me, you know, there's this organization that I think you would really enjoy being a part of and volunteering for. Um, and it started by my, my friend David and his wife, Brittany. And then he told me about the organization. And I had just moved to Memphis from Philadelphia, where I was working at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And so kids and families were kind of already a passion of mine. And when he told me about Forrest Spence Fund, I thought, oh yeah, like this is definitely something that I'd love to get behind. And so I volunteered for the 5K. And while I was at the 5K, I met a lot of people and heard a lot of stories of families that the Forrest Spence Fund had helped in Memphis. And at that time, the fund was still pretty young. And a lot of it was what I would call like small, tangible things that made such a big difference for so many families. And to hear families talk about like how thoughtful the things were that they received from the fund, such as like a roll of quarters in their care package when their child was admitted to the hospital so that they could get a snack from the vending machine, because this was before you could use a card at a vending machine, you know, just little things like that. And I thought, like a boots on the ground, you know, everyday tangible help for these families who were going through the unthinkable um, was just something that that I could really get behind and that I wanted to get behind. And so then tell us about, so involved in Memphis, um, and just as a backstory, her husband is an orthopedic surgeon in Nashville. And so Brian trained with um, my husband, David. And so uh, we've known her husband a long time back in the UT Knoxville days of the, the <laughs> late, ni- <laughs> late 90s, early 2000s. So we've known him a long time. And um so y'all then move and settle in Nashville. And at that time, we also, the Four Spence Fund is really starting to 
uh, talk a lot about expanding and what that would look like and, you know, who would get on board. Um, So we come and do a kind of informational meeting of who can we get involved and kind of lead me through that. So you're now in Nashville, new city, new place. Obviously, also, you have three young children, so kind of in the thick of that. So tell me about your role and kind of how you got involved with the Nashville aspect. Um, Yeah, so new city, uh, new place, and we moved to Nashville. I met a group of friends who are just wonderful, and in that group of friends, uh, one of them went through something where they needed the assistance of the fund. And I just remember um, actually calling you and I think I sent you an email. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And then you called me immediately the next day. And I just sent you an email saying the fund was not yet in Nashville, but I was, I was looking for you to tell me how I could help this family. And, you know, without question, you just said, we're going to cover grief counseling for this family and, you know, we'll, we'll do whatever we can to support them. And so that kind of was the catalyst for me to be like, this is something that is needed everywhere. I mean, certainly in Nashville, but it's needed everywhere. And as soon as I heard that you were thinking about really, you know, having a presence on the ground in Nashville and getting involved with Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, um, there was just no question in my mind or Brian's mind that this was, you know, where we were going to put our time and and our efforts in terms of um, helping. And so we had that meeting and it was great. I mean, it was a room full of people. It was so nice to see so many people come out for something that didn't quite technically exist yet in Nashville and have so much interest in helping in at that time, nobody really knew what way they could help, but everybody was there because they believed in the fund and they wanted to help in some fashion. And so it was very encouraging for me at that very first meeting to see people from, you know, different parts of your life who showed up and they're like, yes, we're here for this. And what can we do and how can we help? And I have this idea and I have this idea. Um, and so it was just great. I mean, that's kind of where it started. And I think that, you know, the, the need in Nashville at that time when you were expanding here was great. And I think that it continues to kind of increase every day as the, as Nashville kind of booms. Yeah. And that's been, you know, obviously over the last five years watching Nashville expand and then our footprint expand, you know, seeing other hospitals in Nashville Mm -hmm. come and say, hey, we really need you too. Would you help our families, you know, TriStar Centennial and even Skyline and some of those other places saying, you know, our families also have needs. Um, And so neat to me too, that so many of those that were at that first interest meeting that we had about the fund, you know, especially three of you that really were like, I'm all in, y'all are still all in uh, five years later, you know, three of you that were like, I've got UA bags, I've got staff bags, I've got care bags, I've got this, you know, are still the same ones doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
which is always just, you know, seeing volunteers continue to volunteer even years later, obviously are such a joy, um, to me and, um, you know, and also to see families like your dear friend who were impacted by the fund, who continue to want to give back and help, even though it's not easy and it's painful and they wish they had never met the fund. Um, but they see that there was a need for that as well. So, um, you know, Nashville has been, I mean, I think the, the other beautiful thing is, um, I mean, just literally today, I got an email from a social work, a social worker at Monroe Carroll who really needs help um, with the patient getting school uniforms to go back to um, school and the mom doesn't have it and seeing if I could help. And, you know, that to me is just the fact that the social worker thought this is somebody who can help me. It's a little outside of the box of as far as not paying a utility or rent or bill or the grant or the counseling, but, but a real need. I mean, what a, that that child really wants to go back to school and that that's a struggle for this single parent. And so, um, it's that really brought a smile to my face this morning, reading that, knowing that the social worker knows that she can depend on us to help with that. And that I'll write back and say, yeah, let's figure this out. Do I need to buy the uniforms myself? Do I need to send our director to get a gift card? Mom buys it, but whatever that looks like. So we can hopefully take a little bit of the stress off mom so she can focus on the patient and she can focus on being the best mom possible. That's what our goal is. Our goal obviously is for families to not feel alone. So we just appreciate so much, you know, especially with majority of my team not being in Nashville, it's been so huge to have people like you, um, Marcy and Laurel and others who have said, Hey, we got this, we can do it. We can interact with the hospital, you know, week after week, we can be the ones to run out and grab things and do things. So, you know, it's a huge part of that. Um, tell me a little bit about, um, the event you decided, um, you know, we all decided we needed an event in Nashville. Um, and so tell me about that. Tell me about the event that's coming up um, very soon. Tell me about what the event is like, what it's been like, um, why it's something that you and your husband, Brian, are so passionate about. So let's just talk about that event um, and encourage people that they, you know, should be involved in it. So, yes, Friends for Forest is my favorite night of the year. Um, <laughs> this year it will be on September 17th and it is just a super fun evening where a group of people come together and some know each other and some don't and some come every year and some are new, but it's just a group of people who come together for the common purpose of supporting families who have a sick child, um, or families who have lost a child, grieving families are everywhere just hiding in plain sight. You know, I, I think that everybody who comes to this event knows somebody who either could have used the services of the fund at some point in their life or currently could use some help. Um, so everybody that's there is there because they believe in what the fund is doing and or they 
want to learn more about the fun because they've heard about it from somebody or a friend has brought them to the event. And so they're just there to support this. And it's a super fun night. We do a songwriter night, which is always a big hit in Nashville, but it's always so fun because there's just amazing songwriters here. (laughs) So you get to hear some great music. We do a dinner which is we keep it casual and Southern. So everybody kind of feels like they can mingle and fit in. And it's, it's a, just a low key vibe. And we have a silent auction where we've had some great local places in Nashville um, donate some, some pretty fun items. And the best part about the night, I think, is just kind of the fellowship and getting to talk to as many people as I can about what we have done the previous year, you know, what is kind of coming down the pipe for what you you guys would like to do in the coming year, um, the things that we have purchased for the hospital and the number of grants that we've given out and how we spend our money here in Nashville. Um, so that to me is the best part of the night, getting to talk to people and new people and old people uh, about what we're doing. And, you know, we've had in four years, we've had three events. We had to um, skip a year because of COVID, but it's been just like the most beautiful evening all three years we've done it. It's outside under the stars. Um, knock on wood, we've never had any rain, but <laughs> yeah. um, we're covered if it does rain. And, you know, it's for everybody. It is, everybody is welcome to come to the event. You you don't need to have a special invitation to come to the event. Anybody is welcome to buy a ticket and come out and check it out and have, you know, dinner on us and listen to some great music on us and learn about the fund and talk to you, talk to David, uh, talk to Laurel, our director in Nashville, talk to me. Um, so it's it's something... It's something that everybody is welcome to come to, and we want everybody to feel welcome there. And I think that everybody does just based off of the three events that we've had. And it's always enjoyable. I always get wonderful feedback after the event about how much fun everybody had. And the best part about it is we get to raise a lot of money for these families here in Nashville. And the money that we raise at the event in Nashville stays in Nashville. So all the money that we raise will go to Nashville, you know, Nashville area families. And it blows my mind every year. Maybe one year I I will stop being so surprised by how generous people are. But every year at this event, I am blown away by how generous people are in raising their hands when we are asking to fund needs at the end of the event. And it's it's almost overwhelming um, to see that happen year after year. Just. Yeah how wonderful people are. And I think like you said, you know, it's something we talk about a lot that if you don't have a personal story of knowing someone who has experienced childhood illness, childhood trauma, um, or even, you know, the, the passing of a child that you will in your lifetime. And what we hope is that, you know, we're there, we're available you know, whether it's supporting Nashville families financially, whether it's supporting them emotionally, physically, uh, whether it's supporting the hospital so they can better support the families, you know, 
us providing gas cards to the hospital, meal vouchers to the hospitals. Um, you know, we've, we've done a, a, a huge bereavement come around the hospital to say, how are you supporting these families who are having the terrible, um, you know, just having to experience childhood loss. What are you doing to come around them? Let us really support that. Um, we've started in uh, the hospital at Monroe Carroll and NICU Development Center that helps these babies that are there for so long and often not able to meet the milestones that, you know, they would be meeting if they were at home or had been born full term, you know, providing items and things so that they can meet those milestones, that they can have things that they take home with them or they use in the bed or they use in the crib, um, you know, to supporting the staff there you know, making sure that they know that we see them, we acknowledge them, and we're saying thank you to them, you know, making sure that families' food insecurities are such a huge thing. And so, you know, whether that's our snack bags, whether that's the meal vouchers, you know, whether that's providing food into a unit, whatever it is that we can also help with that. And as we all know, gas right now is is unreal. And so, to be able to, for social work or child life, to be able to hand gas carts to families and say, hey, we know this is a struggle. Here's some help to help you get to and from the hospital. Um, I think that that's such an encouragement as well to families. And, um, and, and like you said, even some of the things that, you know, quote unquote, we say are, are little you know, versus a $5,000 financial grant, you know, whether it's the care bag or the celebration bag or, or whatever, those things we hear again and again from families have made such an impact on these families. And part of that is just the feeling of it's such a lonely road to have a sick child and to feel so alone, whether you're in the hospital or you're at home with a, you know, a chronically ill child. And so for, for a nonprofit and group of people to come around and say, Hey, you're not alone, you know, whether that's a care bag or a, you know, a, a little treat bag or whatever it is, I think makes such an impact. And without this event helping us truly fundraise, get the word out more, encourage volunteers to give back, I mean, we couldn't do it. And so, you know, as you said, I think it's so important to say all money that is raised at this event and all money that is given for Nashville, you know, through Nashville donors stays in Nashville. It goes back to support Nashville families. And, um, and that allows us to continue to do the work that we do. Um, and I think that you've seen that firsthand by meeting some of the families that we've helped and hearing their stories. And then of course your dear friend as well, um, you know, seeing that impact that it's made. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and, Again, with the with the little things making a big impact, it you know you have walked this walk, and so I feel like having somebody who has been through all this and who who can truly, truly, truly empathize with what these families are going through is also so meaningful to these families in that oh, they know they have done this. They know exactly what we need or, or exactly how mm -hmm. we're feeling. And, you know, it's, it's a lonely 
it's a lonely place to be when you have mm. a sick child or if you've lost a child, but those people are never alone because there are so many like them out there. And I feel, you know, some of the feedback that I've gotten from people mm. is just to, just to have somebody supporting me that has also been through the same thing. Yes. It's great to have people support you in any way, but you know, if you don't, if you've never been through it, then you can't really truly know. So I think the little things that we do to support the families are huge. And that's another thing that I like to tell people at the fundraising event too. Um, I love hearing her laugh. <laughs> Bluey is funny. Um, her little girl's watching Bluey in the background and Bluey's obviously being really, really funny. Um, the little things is something that I do like to talk to people about at the event also and just say to them, you know, you don't have to come in here and be a person who donates $5,000 at our event. Like you can be a person who comes in here and donates $20. If that's what you have, $5, $10, you know, when you, when you put, add up all those five tens, twenties and go buy a bunch of gas cars, like that makes a big difference, you know, yeah. or go buy a bunch of subway meal cards. So, so people, families can get a sandwich while their child is having treatment. Um, yeah. Little things in the ways that we support families and little things in donations that we receive can make a huge difference. And on that, how would you encourage if someone's listening and thinking, okay, I live in the greater Nashville area. I've been looking for a way to get plugged into something. This sounds like something that I could really, what, what are ways that you would encourage for them to volunteer? I mean, whether it's for the event, whether it's for just the fund in general, you know, what are some ways? Cause I feel like you've done a great job of really getting children involved, getting your kids school involved, getting your husband's work involved, getting your book club involved? What are, what are ways you would encourage people to give back and get involved? Yeah, I think there are several great ways to, to get involved. And, you know, obviously volunteering at the event to work the event is one way. And I do have um, this, the most amazing book club that ever lived, who my husband likes to call the League of Extraordinary Women, who just kind of banded together and they, they, are the back of the house, so to speak, um, at the event and they kind of run it, but there's always, there's always ways to help out at the event. And then in terms of getting involved outside of the event, you know, there are monthly programs that we run here in Nashville. Um, one is the unit appreciation program that on a monthly schedule, we put together just like little goodie bags, I would call them, to say thank you to staff at Monroe Carroll Junior Children's Hospital. And the bags are made up of, you know, there's a couple snacks in there. There's an information card so that they know how to contact us should they have a family that they would like to refer to us. And just a little thank you card just to say, you know, we see what you do. If you are the NICU unit or if you are the cafeteria unit like everybody that works at that hospital is supporting these families in some way and so we want everybody to feel appreciated because everybody's job is as important as everybody else's in terms of supporting families so every month we put together these bags and it's a great way to get kids involved because it's very it's a very easy thing for kids to do and it's a very easy concept for even young kids to understand so I've had 
kids as young as first and second grade put together the unit appreciation bags because it's easy for them to understand like, oh, this is a physical thing, a goodie bag, just like they get at the end of a birthday party. Like, thanks for coming to the birthday party. Here's your goodie bag. It's like, thanks for helping all these sick kids and their families. Here's your goodie bag. And we go into schools and do them. Girl Scout troops have done them. Boy Scout troops have done them. Sports teams, youth sports teams have done them. And that's one easy way to get involved. So if you have a Bible study group or a book club, or you're a Girl Scout troop leader, anything like that, and you're looking for a way to get yourself and or your children involved, uh, that is one easy way to do that. Um, Laurel also runs a snack bag program, which is similar in terms of assembling bags. It is those go to a different, those are for a different purpose, but still the same thing in that we put a certain number together every month. And those are it's a very easy thing for people to get involved with and for children to get involved with because, again, it's easy for them to do and it's also easy for them to understand that these snack bags are going to you know, these clinics and the people that are there are going to be able to, to use them. The other ways to get involved, I think, are to run drives. And that's a super easy thing to do on like a school-wide level. Um, if you, you know, have a a big box out front and you're going to do a toiletry drive because one of the programs that we run at the hospital is a toiletry cart for families who are basically living at the hospital so that they can have things that we use every day that we don't even think about. You know, shampoo, conditioner, soap, chapstick, contact solution, toothbrushes, toothpaste. Because most times when families show up at the hospital and their child is unexpectedly admitted, they don't have any of that stuff with them and they're not going to leave their child's side to go get this stuff. So it's nice for us to be able to provide that for them. In Nashville specifically, we have a need, a big need for ethnic hair care products. And so, you know, doing a drive where we can, where somebody can collect a bunch of toiletries, travel size toiletries and travel size ethnic hair care products would be a huge help. There's there's all kinds of, of ways to get involved here in Nashville. And I don't think I've yet to, to say no to somebody <laughs> when they come in with an idea or they'll say, oh, I'm going to, I'd like to do an appreciation bags, but I'm going to do them a little different. If that's okay, I'd like to put some different stuff in them than what you guys normally put in. That's great. You can put in it whatever you want to put in it, as long as our information card is in there. And you know, people have come up with some creative things that they've added in there. And so it's, it's a very easy organization to get involved with because there are lots of opportunities for both adults, children, families, schools, all kinds of organizations. And even with those bags too, you know, we're, we're also even okay with if, you know, you want to put something in, if it's your company sponsoring the bags or it's the school sponsoring the bags or it's the Girl Scout troop, like we're also okay with a little thing going with it, you know, like if you want to put in a, a little something about you or um, we love when kids hand draw or write notes with it or um, so just know it's also a way to you know, where you can, you can sponsor something, you can give back in that way. Um, you know, also all of our events, 
you know, are also sponsored. So if there's companies looking or individuals or families looking, you know, all of these events, you know, our hope is that, you know, obviously we can raise as much money as possible so we can give back to families. And so with that, you know, in order to run fundraising events like this that obviously aren't free or cheap, you know, you have sponsors who hopefully can cover a lot of that cost. And so we're always looking for sponsors. Um, So we've got this event September 17th, and then we're so excited to announce that we're going to have a second event in Nashville on March 31st. It's actually going to be in um, downtown off of um, 3rd and Lindley. Is that how I say it, Christy? Lindley? Lindley? (laughs) Lindley. Lindley. Yeah, 3rd and Lindley um, (laughs) at the Cordell. And so we're excited that we're going to have two events in Nashville that hopefully will raise even more awareness um, and fundraising as well. And so, you know, we'll be looking for all new sponsors for that event because we, you know, have got so many of our tried and true for Friends for Forest. that we'll be looking for sponsors for this event as well. So, you know, it's a great way to uh, give back through your company or through your family or through your group um, and to know that you're supporting a cause that truly um, is helping so many families. Uh, We've helped over 88,000 families and that number continues to grow every year, especially with us now in Nashville and Chattanooga and throughout the whole Mid-South. We really, for the most part, you know, it's hard for us to say no to families, even sometimes when they're outside the Mid-South, because a family that's hurting with a child who's sick, we want to help them as best we possibly can. Um, But like I said, we really try to focus in on those three main areas, but the Mid-South can be pretty, pretty big when you look at it that way. And so, you know, we want to be able to give back. So lots of ways to get involved in Nashville. We're so excited about this event on September 17th. Um, It has been, like Christine said, one of my favorite weekends of the year. Um, I grew up outside Nashville, so it's so fun to be able to come back and see old friends, see new friends, see, you know, families that we've helped and, um, you know, to really be able to also just say thank you. Thank you to the volunteers and staff that help put this on. Thank you to your incredible book club. I could never say thank you enough to those (laughs) ladies and what they do to, you know, make that event run so smoothly. Um, but it's just such a fun night. It really is. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a, it's somehow a mix of where it's not a small crowd, but it feels like, an intimate group of people. Like it doesn't have that feel where you think, gosh, it's so huge. I, I, you know, I don't even know who was there and who wasn't there, but it, it's a, it's a big event, but it still has such an intimate feel with people sitting and enjoying the songwriters and eating their food and having time to interact, whether they're, you know, sitting by the, um, the, the bar cart thing. I don't know what that thing's Aero called. Bar. Air yes. bar. So amazing. They are wonderful. Um, I wish, I wish I had um, invented that myself and been able to do that. But you know, whether people are standing at Aero bar having a conversation or, you know, they're looking at the sign auction items or they're just standing around chit chatting. It's always such a, a fun night to come together. So September 17th, uh, friends for forest it's, um, in, uh, South Nashville, kind of the Franklin, Leapers Fork area. Uh, and then also mark your calendar for March 31st of 2023. We'll be at the Cordell and we'll be announcing more information about that soon. But we just encourage you, as Christine and I are both moms to um, 
uh, quite a few children, you know, that <laughs> it's important to, to encourage your children to give back and also for your children to see that you're giving back, that you are doing something that is for others and that, you know, it's so important for us to serve and love and to give back, um, because we've all been blessed so much and, um, and kind of, as I said before, you never know, you know, who might be impacted in childhood illness. We hope that it's not you listening, but, um, you know, if it is, or if it's someone that you know, or love, we want to be there for you. And so, um, reach out to any of us, uh, and we can get you plugged in and try to get you involved or reach out to us with more information about the event, but we're excited about it. Save the date, September 17th, uh, friends for forest fourth annual, uh, our fifth year when you take away COVID there, but our fourth <laughs> annual and, um, we're excited to, to have it again. Yeah. I can't wait for it. Thank you, Christine, for everything you do for the fund. You and Brian are gifts to us and gifts to the fund. And um, you have been in our corner encouraging us uh, from the beginning. And uh, we're so thankful that you are a part of our team and the way that you give back. I mean, even your children coming and helping and running about the event space is one of my favorite things oh, as yeah. well. Um, <laughs> they're, they're involved as well. Um, so thank you for everything that y'all do. And, um, and a huge thank you also, like I said, to your book club, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. Well, it is, it is our pleasure and I'm, I'm honored to be a part of, of what you're doing for families. It's thank you so much. Great to see. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. We hope that this podcast is a resource for you and a source of support. Whether you are facing illness in your own family or want to walk beside other families dealing with childhood illness, we want the stories, wisdom, and knowledge shared to give you hope. Episodes will be released bi-weekly, so be sure to subscribe today.